Hello, hello. Today I'm going to do something a little bit different and we're going to dive deep into the q and I Recently I posted on Instagram stories um, a question box and there were some amazing, so many beautiful questions that came in on there on Instagram and of course there there's not enough time to really dive deep and explain and discuss it. So this episode is really dedicated to Q&A. Your questions answered. Let's have this discussion. So let's dive in. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. First question I got asked is uh, from one of the ladies, expert coach, and she was saying, I am confused between should I be doing launches, should I be doing evergreen, or should I be just selling in stories on Instagram on my social media? What is the most effective way to sell and what should I focus on? Here's the thing. The thing is, um, and I see this happening quite a lot. People indeed have this, they, this how they think, right? They think, well, should I have launched? Maybe it wasn't successful. It didn't work. Should I be doing evergreen? Or the launch was quite stressful. It took a lot of energy out of me. Um, and I didn't see maybe results I wanted. Or maybe I did see the results I wanted, but it just was exhausting. Should I be trying evergreen? Would that work better? I hate people online saying it's the most, you know, it's easier way to make money. Or should I just be selling stories and just post and selling stories, direct link to buy and just do that on social media? What should be my strategy? Well, actually, that's kind of a, a wrong way to look at the question. Because the thing is, if you think about strategy, what sales strategy to use, launch evergreen, what platform, social media platform to use? You know, a lot of people ask me this all the time. Elena, should I be using TikTok? Should I be using LinkedIn? Should I be using Facebook, Instagram? All of those things are just a serving plate. They're a plate and a container how you serve your food, your meat, 
and your meat is your message. So that's what you need to nail first, is to create a powerful messaging ecosystem that then can go inside of your launch, if that is your strategy. Or then that, that can go inside of your evergreen webinar for your evergreen funnels. Or that's what you need to put into your emails. Or that's what you're going to be content on your TikTok in a short form, or part of your podcast. All of that is the message. So focus on your meat first. Make sure you meet your message converts that takes people from strangers to buyers and you get in a good response that every time you go live it's not just you showing up live and you know talking about stuff which so many people do and it's great it's a great first step to at least you're showing up online but don't be surprised if you're not getting clients after that because just there's a difference between going live with intention with strategy with positioning with message and just going live and showing up um, so it's obviously it's better than doing nothing, but don't necessarily expect, expect, expect great results from that. By the way, if you listen into this, so there's a bit of background noise, just to let you know. So, you know, if you, you know, we recently bought a house, uh, well, dream house, and we're doing a bit of remodeling in the house. So at the moment I have different building teams coming in, doing some beautiful uh, decoration. So hence, uh, there's a bit of background noise. And remember, one of my uh, really big strategies that I live by is... 70% perfect is perfect, 100% perfect is a failure. So hence, this isn't perfect sound because of there's some background noise, but hopefully that will also encourage you that you your stuff doesn't have to be perfect. As long as the content, the message is what really is powerful. And actually, talking about that, I recently was listening to Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, and he literally, one of his, and this is one of the most popular podcasts out there, and he, in one of his episodes, he was basically speaking to his sound editor, saying, oh, you need to cut this out, or he was coughing a lot, like, clearly, it was, they've published a version of the episode that wasn't edited, that wasn't reviewed by his team. And, you know, I was listening to that and I was like, wow, this is so liberating. I loved it. I absolutely love Tom Billy making a mistake, publishing it and being completely unapologetic about this episode that it's not perfect. And actually, it's a great lesson for us as entrepreneurs to think about that your stuff does not need to be perfect. Actually, it's almost, it's better when it's not perfect. It's more human. It's more relatable. And again, hopefully that just gives you a bit of release and a bit of power to just do stuff you want more in the moment, more action, and don't strive for perfection. And I think I get it. You know, the reason, especially for you, if you have a corporate background or, you know, you've maybe had a high powered position before where the stakes were high, where mistakes were very costly. So there's you know, I'm certainly, you know, I've certainly found myself in that space where I couldn't make a lot of mistakes. There was, I had a large team. I had lawyers checking every single things I would write or make, especially when it comes to high stakes negotiations or high stakes sales. So mistakes were very costly. And we kind of, especially from a, maybe some background, you bring those fear of mistakes into the business. And that can be a big barrier to progress because in entrepreneurship as a CEO, you meant to move fast. You know, money loves speed. Money loves speed. So the people who win or become successful are not the smartest or they they win the best schools. It's the people who take action the fastest, who don't, you know, procrastinate, who don't look for perfection and just go out there and do this. So hopefully... 
that gives you a bit of a freedom and a permission to do so as well. And also recognize that maybe some of the things that are making you extremely successful in your corporate background could be the thing that you need to be aware that this can actually be a barrier to your progress when you run your own business. So that is key. But yes, focus on your message first. Message, money is in the message. Money, you know, is in your message. And the best way, of course, to package your message is through the presentation. People need to hear you speak. And it doesn't matter whether that's, uh, you do that once live and then you record it and to put it into evergreen funnels. So for example, I teach a lot of my clients and certainly what we see working really successful for our business and for my clients is you can run a live masterclass. Then when you know it's powerful, it converts and creates results right away. You can then record it, put an evergreen funnel and that becomes your evergreen strategy, right? You use the same message and you use it on podcasts and virtual stages, and then you take bits of your messaging ecosystem and you put it in your content, in your emails. So it all makes sense. So when people come into your universe, into your world, you're always on message. They understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, what is your offers, how you position it. all makes sense. You know, when you watch Apple, uh, you know, commercials or ads, they make sense. They're on brand, they're on message. The same as Amazon, they're on brand, they're on message. They talk about fast delivery and great service and low prices. That's what they are about. The brand becomes known for it. So this is what you need to be doing as well, is you need to be known for a thing. People, when they come to you, they need to get a consistent messaging from you. So they start, you know, really thinking of you as a brand. And when they have a problem that you solve it, they go to you or they're also able to refer you. So that's question number one. Question number two was actually a really interesting conversation. It was a question uh, phrased like this. Sometimes I feel like I'm afraid to invest uh, in the skills and growing my business because it feels really scary. So here's the thing. First of all, totally understandable. Any type of investment uh, is scary and it can feel scary. <laughs> I certainly, uh, I can totally understand that. But here's the thing. And I think this is what people sometimes forget in the online space and info-based business. You're running a business. If you were starting any other type of business outside of online space, let's say you were running like previously we owned and we've sold it now uh, a chain of coffee shops. So if you're running a coffee shop where you sell coffee, cakes, uh, what do you have to do in order to start that business? Tell me. You would have to find a space and a location with a good footprint, right? One of our coffee shops was uh, next to Madame Tussauds Museums um, in London. So a great footprint. So what you would have to do next, you would have to pay rent for that property, right? You'd have to pay rent every single month. That's going to be investment. Before you even make any money, you're going to have to pay rent of five, seven, eight, ten thousand pounds, depending on the location. Then you're going to have to pay rates, you know, gas, electricity. You're going to have to find staff, right? So they're going to be serving coffees. You know, we had a staff of like five to seven people people in some one location. So you're going to have to find people that's going to be there running a place, right? That's before you even hired managers, right? So you're already, you know, several you know, tens of thousands down before you even sold a single cup of coffee. 
And that's normal. That's business. It makes sense. And somehow people forget when they start an online business that that is the same thing. In order to run a successful business, you need to invest. The beautiful thing about this type of business, expert business, most of your investments really, you know, uh, outside of ads and team is investing in your skill set. If you invest in any type of coaching program, uh, mentoring, masterminds, you first and foremost invest in yourself. You invest in your skill set. And the beautiful thing about that, if with uh, property or you know stocks, investment in shares or invest in rent for a coffee shop or supplies for your coffee, buying the cocoa beans... If you don't buy it, you no longer have it, right? They can People can take it away. You can lose your rent. You can lose the property. When you invest in your own skill set, in your education, no one can take it away from you. You know, this is why I love this so much because you can pass it on to your children. You know, how many times I went to some amazing trainings and masterminds and I came back and shared some amazing stuff with my family, even with my nine-year-old son. I was able to teach him something because I have grown. I have grown as a CEO. I have grown as an entrepreneur and I became a more interesting, better person as a mother because I can give him more knowledge. And I think that's one of the most beautiful thing that if you trust yourself, and I think this is the question really, if you trust yourself that you're the type of person when you are being coached or mentored, when you're given certain skills, that you're going to do something about it, that you're not just going to buy a program, then don't go through the material, don't do any work, or when your coach tells you to do something, you're not taking action. You know, that, that's a waste of time. That's a waste of your time. But if you trust yourself and you know you're the type of person that's going to follow through an advice, is going to try, that's going to take action, that's going to implement, then you can't go wrong because you're investing in yourself. You're growing as a person. And certainly that is a requirement to grow a business. So hopefully that gives you a really powerful perspective. And another question actually that was also there was really interesting is this lady was saying, well, at the moment, because I'm afraid to invest, I, I do f- lots of free stuff. So I attend free webinars, free masterclass, free trainings, just to learn as much as possible from different people so I don't have to pay money. And it's understandable. And certainly a lot of people that start their business, this is the journey they go through, right? They try the free stuff, they dabble, they experiment, they see if this thing works. And then when they get serious and they're ready for investment, they go all in, they have skin in the game, they want to play bigger game, they invest high ticket and they get immediately, well, not immediately, but they now become a really, get really powerful results. So... I guess one thing to know is that when you see someone sharing free content, it's the way to think about that is it's like a tip of an iceberg. What you're seeing there for free is a tip of an iceberg. What you're not seeing is all the mountain, all the rocks, all the surfaces under the water. It's the invisible stuff. It is the invisible stuff. And that's what you only get when you are inside of person's world. So certainly inside of Powerhouse CEO program with my clients, you know, this is what blows their mind is when they get the skills of messaging, how to create the subconscious communication. And then they can use that in sales and marketing. Of course, they grow in their business, you know, or one of my clients just made $63,000 in just 45 minutes. 
So, you know, you get this powerful results, but also you can use it in other areas of your life, like communication, networking, social gathering, your conversations with your partners. Persuasive communication is a key skill. It's key skill. And this is why I focus on it with all my clients is because I know once they nail that, everything becomes easy. Because no matter what you do, you can sell. Because remember, you're really in a business of words, in a business of communication. If you can't speak, if you can't articulate why should people work with you, you're not going to be successful. Which is why... You know, according to Forbes and Bloomberg in the research that they found is they saying eight out of 10 businesses fail in the first 18 months of the operation. Imagine eight out of 10 businesses fail in the first 18 months. And guess what's number one reason they associate with that failure? It's not a quality of the service, a quality of the product. It's their messaging. They can't clearly communicate the value proposition of their offer. They can't communicate it. That's a messaging problem. Businesses fail not because they're not good at what they do. Businesses fail. Eight out of 10 businesses fail is because they don't have a messaging problem. This is why it's so important. When you understand that, when you get skills to get good at that, everything, everything changes. And remember, what you see in someone free stuff is 10%. There's 90% stuff under the water, under the surface, and you only get that in close proximity. That's the power of this. Another thing um, uh, someone asked, it was a really common theme that was coming through, several questions on the same topic. Is Elena, one of my biggest issues right now in my business is conversion. Conversion, conversion, conversion. I don't understand why I can't convert. I get on the discovery calls and they all turn into nothing. What is now working? Conversion, again, this is your way of communicating value. You know, the old way of sales was you know, like on the market, here's my banana, it's $5, come and grab it, right? Here's the benefits of this banana. It's yellow, it's soft, it's juicy, it comes from Africa, come and grab it, right? And that is kind of what you see is a lot of people in their messaging focus on. They focus and sell the benefits of their offer. And which is why you see people go like, lose 10 kilos in the next 30 days. Lose 10 kilos in the next 30 days. And that's okay three to five years ago, right? Three to five years ago, when you're the only fitness coach that has this claim, that has that promise, um, people want to lose weight, you get attention. Right now, when there is hundreds of people in the saturated market that offering fitness services and they're all saying the same thing lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days what happens we become numb to the message right we're like well yeah that's nothing new so is another 10,000 people that's saying the same thing so it becomes not exciting and another reason why this old way doesn't necessarily work is it's like you know, my favorite uh, example of the doctor who I came to and he was so excited and was telling me all the benefits of this Lyme disease problem. And he was saying, yes, it's going to be amazing. You're going to feel energized. You're going to have this, you're going to jump out of bed in the morning. There'll be no uh, loss of appetite in the evenings and, uh, you know, all these benefits. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's great, but it's not relevant to me because I don't think I have Lyme disease. 
And that's what happens with your audience when you focus on just selling the benefits. You, it, first of all, everyone sounds the same. Overused language. And second thing, you haven't co- connected and diagnosed people. They don't know that they really need this treatment. There's no point telling them about the benefits when they don't think they need the treatment. So conversion is, you know, conversion is all about persuasive communication and really crafting your own lane and your unique positioning. What's unique about you? You know, one of the things I love working with clients is really finding their thing, their eat factor. And this is why, you know, in the program, you really get to work with me one-to-one because it's not something you can do by cookie-cutter approach. Uh, it really takes another person's perspective to draw it out of you, look at your life and your roadmap of your experience and say, hey, here's your strength. And also because, of course, I have the benefit of seeing so many clients, I know exactly what positions you differently to other people. But once you know that and someone told you, you can now talk about a position you as an expertise because remember, your biggest strength is invisible to you. When you're good at something, you assume that everyone else must be good because it's so easy, it comes so natural to you. When in fact, this is your key competitive advantage. This is your key competitive advantage. Someone who's a really great at cooking and they just kind of like just make this beautiful masterpiece recipes on the fly. You come to the house and you're just like in this magic of them being able to cook and make these beautiful dishes because it's so easy for them. They will say, well, well, this is no big deal. Surely everyone can cook the same way. And I had this friend like that. I was telling him, no, you have the skill. Like I cannot do anything like what you were able to do in the kitchen. I would love to learn that from you. So that becomes their gift, their skill, their expertise, but they're not necessarily know about or they're blind to it, to significance of the strength because it's so easy and natural it comes to them. Therefore, they assume everyone else has the same thing. And another question was, is actually more of a mistake that I've observed uh, people do is, uh, there was recently, I was listening to this really popular podcast a uh, really popular podcast, Manifestation Bay podcast by Catherine Zinkina. And she was interviewing those two ladies and they were talking about this fascinating uh, girl about, uh, we, we, you know, about sexual desires and all those things, a great conversation. And what shocked me was at the end of that episode, when Catherine asked those two ladies who run their own business to say, hey, what would you like to share with our audience today? What you have going on and invite people to your offer, to your product, where can they go to really connect with you? And you know what their response was? They said, well, we don't have anything happening in the business. Wow. Shock. The golden opportunity, 10,000 downloads per month. And here they are at this golden opportunity for their business, not inviting people to anything else, not asking them to take a next step with them. And that's a really lost opportunity. And that happens a lot. I see that happen with that all the time. I have clients who had vi- going viral on TikTok, on Instagram. And I said, right, how did you monetize this? Well, I didn't have anything ready or set up. I didn't have my funnel. I couldn't put them on the email list. I was not ready. So therefore, they've missed the moment. They've missed the moment to monetize it. And it's pointless. You go viral. You get attention. The eyeballs on you. You got to do something with this attention. Key, key mistake to avoid. One of the other questions that came up was a question sounded like this. I feel like I'm talking to wrong people. 
I feel like the people in my audience are not the audience of buyers. They're not serious about investing. They're not coachable. And I don't know where I'm going wrong. And that happens when a lot of people, you see, they focus on growing their audience. They focus on getting followers rather than focus on getting buyers. It's a very different thing, which is why, you, you know, you have many influencers with huge following online, but they can't monetize it, right? Because they don't have an audience of buyers. You're better off attracting few high ticket committed powerful buyers and really spending your time nurturing and talking and engaging with them versus attracting a lot of followers, bots, people that can't afford your service, who are not serious about their business, but they're, you know, doing lots of likes and engagements, even though they're not a buyer. So really the question you need to ask yourself every step of the way in your business, are you focused on just growing your following or actually attracting high ticket buyers? And for the business to be sustainable and where you really love where the sales are easy, it's all about attracting high ticket buyers. This is the power. Another question that came up was one of the questions from a lady who said, I was really burnt out by some of the things I've invested in. And because all that high ticket group coaching program taught me is effectively engage and send cold spammy DMs that looked like response to somebody's stories. You find basically a person that kind of looks like your ideal client on social media, on LinkedIn or Instagram, you like or comment on that post, you then, um, you know, engage with their story and you do that three times. They call it three rule, three times um, and you wait for them to come back and respond to you. And you do that to at least 20 or they were saying to 50 people every single day. And that's all they taught them. And they were saying, well, you know, they were disappointed because obviously that's not really a skill, right? It's the same as go and knock a hundred doors in your neighborhood and let's see if one of them will be your perfect client. Yes, this strategy can work. Like even if you think about mathematically, out of a hundred doors in your neighborhood, out of a hundred accounts that you have engaged in, maybe someone will then become a client. But it's a real maybe and a hope game. And also um, it's draining experience. Imagine this, what she was sharing, that she was just hating it because most people either blocked her, called her spammer. She was blocked out of Facebook groups for spamming people, her friends and family who she was also using this in so that this was incredibly pushy and she ruined some of the key relationship and just started getting this reputation in her niche for being that type of person, that type of business. And she was getting, you know, she didn't want to do it, didn't feel good. She was not seeing obviously results because of that. And she felt disappointed by the investment. And what I told her is that really before investing or when you consider working with someone, you need to ask yourself this key question. Is what they're going to teach me, is that going to be a skill or is, just, is that just going to be this three by three strategy that frankly you don't need an investment to learn? Like just take, I've just told you that now, save your $10,000 and try it. See whether you like it. Maybe you will like this way of working and that's a great fit. But this is why when I run my masterclass, I share a lot of strategy. So people that they can just go and execute it. If that's all they need, they get it for free. You don't need to invest. But for people who want results quicker, they understand that actually there is a skill behind it because messaging and sales is a skill, right? It's not just I tell you go and do X, Y, and Z. No, I teach you. 
how to craft your message, how to sell without selling. There's a skills. It's a powerful community, communication skills, marketing skills. This is a skill for life. So you need to ask yourself a question. Are you, is what you're investing, are you investing in just replicating whatever that coach is doing, which is DMing or doing that stuff? Well, if you don't need to pay money for that, you can just do that yourself. Or are you investing in skills? That's the key question, which is why people are coming to my world. You know, this is why they get love power because they get, they craft, and but they get the skill set. You see, they become a different person. They become a different version of, the sel- of themselves at the end of the process. They couldn't necessarily get it by themselves. It will be a very long journey to get it by themselves. It's like, you know, my favorite example, You, if you wanted to learn swimming, you wouldn't just read a book. You wouldn't just, it's a difference between knowing and actually doing it. Reading a book on swimming will, will help you knowing what to do in the water. But would you feel comfortable taking your child in a swimming pool with, with just that understanding of the book or just the instructions of the steps? No. You would get a coach who will hold you in the water to make sure you don't sink. Well, it's the same thing in business. If you want to be successful, you have to have someone holding you so you don't sink. It's like if you want to climb Mount Everest, you wouldn't just read a book around how how to climb it. You would actually get a guide who's going to come with you, who's going to guide you along the way. So he's going to help you to take this right step, next step, hold to this stone, his stone, someone who's climbed this mountain before so they can powerfully guide you. So if we would do that with swimming or rock climbing or any other things, why would we expect to do anything different with our business? That is the question. And the question is, are you getting a skill or are you not getting a skill? And if you invest in skills, that's a very different story. So hopefully you found this useful. If you do have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Bossy Hills Club. If you have questions that you want me answered on this podcast, do the same. Share it with, with people you love, that you treasure, that you want to see them succeed. And spread the word because that will also help us to put the best content for you uh, every single week. Speak to you soon. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I'm running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.